Hello everyone and welcome back to Easy Natural English with Liam. Today I want to talk to you about how long it takes to become fluent in English. But first we have to think about what is fluency? You know, what does it mean to be fluent in a language? Not just in English, but in any language. And this is a strange concept, you know, a bit of a strange idea, because we don't talk about fluency in other things, like, for example, cooking or basketball. You know, if you tell somebody you like cooking, they won't ask you, are you fluent in cooking? Or have you reached a certain level, some particular point? Um, but in language, in, or in learning languages, there seems to be a particular point that we need to reach, which, uh, personally, I think is a bit strange because learning language, uh, learning languages is, you know, a long process and there are different stages and we will get better as we go along. But when do you reach this uh, thing called fluency? So, in the dictionary, if you look at fluent, it says something like um, it being able to express yourself uh, smoothly and, I think, accurately. So, being able to communicate your point to somebody. But doesn't this depend on the topic? <laughs> So, you know, if, if I am learning a language and, you know, maybe in the first month or two months, if somebody asks me to talk about what kind of pizza I like, I can probably express that smoothly and probably accurately. You know, I can tell them how I like my pizza or what type of pizza I like. But if they asked me to explain how, how, I don't know, how do rockets work or something like that. Actually, I don't think I can explain that even in English, how do rockets work. Something a bit easier. But something like, um, you know, what do you do to kill time, for example, to pass time? You know, that's probably going to be at least a, f a good few months before you can really explain that well. And then, you know, these more difficult questions. And if they change the topic, can you still communicate? You know, if they start talking about fashion, do you know the words you need to talk about fashion? Or if they start talking about sports, do you know these words and expressions? If they talk about yeah, cooking or if they talk about families, you know, so this definition, being able to um, communicate smoothly, uh, I think it's hard to define because I think it depends on exactly what kind of conversation you're talking about. It can also depend on which tenses you are using or which grammar structures. So if I ask you a question about routine, you can simply use present tense and most beginners can do that. But if I ask you to talk about something in the past, 
now it's going to be more difficult. So yeah, this fluency is a bit hard to define. So it's good to maybe think of your own definition because people will ask you this. When you're learning a language, people always ask you, are you fluent? Uh, and I always hesitate to say yes in any language. Um, you know, I've been learning French for a long time and I feel very comfortable when I'm speaking French, but there's still a lot of vocabulary and there's still a lot of things I don't know in French or things I can't understand. And in Japanese, perhaps in Japanese, I think my vocabulary is better and my ability to understand is maybe better than French but my speaking is definitely not as comfortable in Japanese. And I think that's because Japanese and English are so different. So my brain is not working in like the right order or something when I need to speak Japanese, but understanding is getting much easier for me. So yeah, what is fluency? People always asked me this when I was learning French, are you fluent? And yeah, like I said, I didn't know what I should say. But then I started making friends who didn't speak English. So French friends who couldn't speak English. And my whole friendship with these people was built in French. You know, my whole relationship with this other human was in French. Every time I spoke to them was in French. Everything we knew about each other, we had communicated in French. So at that point, I started to feel like, hmm, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's okay to say I'm fluent. So that's one way like I defined it for myself. But yeah, I think you need to think of your own definition um, just in case people ask you. But really, it's something that's probably not um, worth worrying too much about. The thing to think about is just how to get better and how to get better. Because, you know, even when you're an advanced level, there's still a lot to learn, you know, to reach like a native level or even close to a native level is going to take a long time. So don't worry too much about like, am I fluent? Because, you know, if you are fluent, you can't just stop studying. You know, you haven't finished yet. Um, you know, there's no end point really with language learning, but that's a good thing because it's lots of fun, right? Um, so I said I would talk about how long it takes. So. Like I said, a bit hard to define what we're aiming for, but in the world of learning, not just language learning, but learning any kind of ability or skill, uh, there's this rough number that uh, people who have studied this topic use, and they say it takes 10,000 hours. <laughs> okay, 10,000 hours hours. I don't know if to you that sounds like a short time or a long time. Uh, maybe it's hard to imagine 10,000 hours, like how long does it take? Um, and this is a number that I heard when I started uh, studying Japanese. I heard 10,000 hours will get you to some level of mastery. So not just fluency, but kind of, you're starting to master the language at that point. You're still, yeah, still got a way to go, but just starting, you know, I think after 10,000 hours, you'll be better than a lot of language learners because honestly, I think 
a lot of people are lacking the motivation to continue because language learning is really difficult and it does take a really long time. And honestly, I think most people who start don't really continue that long. But yeah, what is 10,000 hours? So if you can do nine hours a day, so that's a lot, right? If you can do nine hours a day, then that means you can reach 10,000 hours of study in uh, three years. So this is what I started thinking about when I was studying Japanese. I was thinking, how long will it take me to get to 10,000 hours? And I, I thought, mm, nine hours a day, you know, using my calculator, nine hours a day. Um, so, you know, I did like, uh, what did I do? 10,000 hours divided by nine, divided by 365 you know, which is how many days there are in a year. And I got nine hours a day. And I thought, wow, I don't think I can do nine hours a day. Maybe I can do more like six hours a day. Um, and that is about how much I study. I study every day to some degree, about six hours a day. If you've listened to me for a while, you'll know that uh, some of my study is like passive studying. So if I'm washing the dishes or walking or something, I listen to Japanese. Uh, when I'm eating my dinner, I try to watch Japanese TV shows or movies or videos or something. Yeah, same when I'm, whenever I'm eating, I listen to Japanese or read Japanese. I'm always trying to get it into my day as much as possible. And it tends to be about six hours a day. And if you can do that, if you can maintain six hours a day, um, it will take four and a half years to reach 10,000 hours. So four and a half, uh, so six hours a day is still a long time for a lot of people. Um, you know, I know everybody's busy and yeah, especially like if you're raising children or something, or perhaps if you're a student, you're at university, you know, and you're trying to like do a degree at the same time as studying English, then that'll be quite hard to do. Um, so you can try to think about, um, how much time you do have, and then you can do this calculation to see the 10,000 hours, but you know, this is also very uh, kind of loose, you know, it's, it's just, it's just what research shows about learning, but it's still a very, you know, it's an average number. Some people might learn faster, some people might learn a bit slower. Um, so yeah, don't worry too much about it. But I know that a lot of people um, want to have some time span, you know, when you start learning anything, you want to know how long will it take for me to reach, you know, point A or point B or point C? I think that's normal to want to know that. I know I wanted to know that and I still do want to know that. I still want to know like, how long is it going to take me to be really comfortable in Japanese? Um, so yeah, I think that number at least gives you some idea and it might scare you. You know, 10,000 hours sounds like a lot and it might be scary. But personally, I found it actually motivated me. I've mentioned uh, in other episodes before that the important thing with language learning is just the time you put in. So it doesn't matter exactly what you're doing. It just matters that you're doing it a lot and doing it often. 
So if you think about this 10,000 hours, it gives you a time target, a precise time target. Because normally people talk about learning languages in like years. You know, when I ask somebody, how long have you been studying English? Or how long have you been studying German or any other language? They always say two years, three years, but it's, that's almost meaningless. <laughs> it almost has no meaning because let's say you studied for two years. If you studied one day a week, like for one hour, one hour a week for two years is nothing. It's not much time at all. But if you were studying for, yeah, there's nine hours a day for two years, then now that's a long time. So if you start thinking about language learning in times of hours and even in minutes, don't think about it as just, you know, if time passes, I'm going to magically learn English. If you think about it in terms of hours and minutes, then I think it can be good motivation to study in every little free moment that you have. Um, this is what I try to do with Japanese. You know, if I, um, when I'm teaching online on italki, if I have a 15 minute break, I study for 15 minutes. You know, every little slot, every little moment in my day, I try to get some Japanese study into it. Even if it's just, uh, and most of the time, it's just kind of input. So it's just fun. 15 minutes, I'll just watch half, half of an episode of a Japanese TV show. You know, I don't need to even get up from my desk, finish teaching, just stick on Netflix, watch 15 minutes of a Japanese TV show or pick up a book and start reading, or just put on a podcast, like, especially if I'm teaching and I want to move my body because I've been sitting down, maybe I'll put on a podcast and I'll just, you know, walk, like go for a very short walk for 10, 10, 15 minutes, just walk around the block while listening to some uh, Japanese podcasts. So <clears throat> yeah, like I said, to wrap up, to summarize, uh, fluency, it's hard to define exactly what it is, and I think it's something we shouldn't worry too much about. Really what we should worry about is if I look at yesterday, am I better today than I was yesterday? And if you're thinking, mm, I haven't learned anything today, then just get that 10, 20 minutes or as much time as you have today to study a bit of English. It could be listening to this uh, YouTube right now. Just get that, uh, or this podcast, depending which version you're listening to, just get that little 10 minutes into your day and that means you have learned something you didn't know yesterday or your listening skills have got a little bit better or your reading has got a little bit faster. So just make sure every day you're better than yesterday, even if it's even if you're so busy and it's just five, 10 minutes, but yeah, if you have more time, one hour, two hours, you know, try to slot it into your day and soon you'll get to that 10,000 hours point, which is quite average, but you will get closer to a high level of English. So keep it up, everyone. It is a long road. It does take a long time, but try to make it fun and just keep studying hard. Thank you all very much for listening. If you're on YouTube, uh, please like and subscribe. If you're listening to the podcast version, <clears throat> please review. Everyone share with your friends and I'll see you all back here next time.